Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live. Okay, hi everybody. Uh, I decided to go live. We're still waiting for Candace to come in. Candace is the one who said we got to do a show. We got to talk about what's going on um, tonight on Tell the Truth Wednesday. I'm your host. I'm Mike Barra. It's Tell the Truth Wednesday with Mike Barra. Um, Again, it's me. I'm your host. So Candace is going to be here in a minute. She's having some connection problems. We did not get audio when she came in earlier. Um, And happy Thanksgiving to all you guys out there. Ghost Picker just hit my PayPal. You're a good guy. Thank you, Uncommon Sense. I appreciate that. Eric Karch, thank you. Also, wanted to thank very much uh, Kevin Strop and Julie Franklin for also hitting me up on the PayPal. I really do appreciate that very, very much. And I am wearing... Um, Dwayne, I think that's you. Uh, I am wearing my Trader T-shirt from ungovernedtees.com or ungoverned tees. So just look them up. Ungoverned tees. Governed tees. I got a wide variety. This is one that Bridget Valente sent me. Thank you, Bridget, very much. It makes me look all sexy and masculine. Okay, Candace is here. Let's try to bring her in again. Candace, you there, hon? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm going to have... Um to adjust things here. I'm like in a restaurant, so it's going to be a little bit interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you're coming through crystal clear, so that's great. So hope everybody can hear out there. Stina from Sweden says hi. Um, Paul Martin says good evening to me, Casey, Candace, all our fellow Americans. And this little blue and white marble hurtling through space at roughly 70,000 miles per hour relative to our local star. That's pretty good. So uh, hi there to you, too. Uh, for a minute, I thought Casey was here, but it was just me posting as Casey by accident. Casey has abandoned us. Kevin, again, thank you very much for the contribution. You're you rock and roll. Um, can you see the screen, Candice? Can you see everything that I'm showing? You can see. I can see. Yeah, I can see the screen. So it's just I can't see the chat, but. Right. Okay, so. Melissa Mahalana says, "Nice shirt. Go pick one up at Ungoverned Tees." I happen to know, Melissa, that you have some money right now. And again, my offer stands, marriage, you know, I'll marry you, babe. So, um, okay, uh, Andre Gutierrez says, hey, <laughs> just to explain that, Melissa got a pretty nice settlement, she said the other day. So just like, hey, you, I'll marry you. Um, hey, Mike, I just bought the book and can't, bought a book and can't wait to get it in the mail. Uh, Amanda, I'd love to sign it for you. You can also forward it on to me and I'll sign it and send it back, no problem. Denise Salim is back. Hi, Denise. Bill Ulm is here. Hey, Bill, how are you doing? Kimberly Wreck. Finally, a great news day. Well, we'll see. We're going to discuss that. Okay, so let's get to the to the real news um, here, Candace. First of all, um, I guess the the second thing is the biggest thing. So we're going to go with the first thing. There was a um, there was a meeting today of the Pennsylvania um, legislature, I guess, that Rudy addressed. Um, and told everybody um, what had gone on in Pennsylvania. And just to emphasize, and I thought Scott Adams, the Dilbert guy, did a great job of describing what he heard. And he said, I'm listening to the Pennsylvania election hearings, and so far Rudy has eviscerated the following arguments against him. Number one, the claims are not large enough to change the outcome. They are larger than needed. I would say they're far larger than needed. Number two, there is no opportunity for enough cheating. 
There are lots of ways they could cheat. And number three, uh, if there was that much cheating, there would be witnesses. And in fact, there are at a minimum hundreds of witnesses. So I think that's really interesting. It seems like at least on, on conservative Twitter that I follow, anybody who watched that I think would be would be moved by the arguments that were made by Rudy. Did you have a chance to see any of it today, Candace, the, the hearing? Um, uh, what I saw was uh, President Trump um, giving a presentation to the group. That's the same one, right? So mm -hmm. it was, yeah, yeah. he was. Uh, he was going to go there, he had to cancel from some because of some COVID thing. Right, he couldn't go there, but he um, he was reported as being, you know, present on his um, on the phone connection or whatever. So yeah, what he said was absolutely mind-boggling and of course what um he followed this up with was the uh the pardoning of michael flynn which i think is uh probably our biggest news today right and i wanted to i wanted to get to that um what and again you can find candace on uh, frequency of the earth and also her ebay is miramum correct m-e-m-e-a-r-a-m-u-m -E -E miramum right Correct. Okay. So then later he pardoned finally Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. Um, I felt like this should have been done quite a long time ago, maybe a year, maybe even two years ago. But they've been going through all this rigmarole, and I guess there was a reason what they wanted is for the DOJ to drop the charges and uh, have him be completely exonerated in that way. But you had this Judge Emmett Sullivan, I believe his name is, who's butt buddies with uh, Barack Obama. And he absolutely refused to dismiss the case, even though you cannot proceed really legally with a case where there's no prosecution, there's no charges. So he played trick after trick, parliamentary game after parliamentary game. He is a corrupt POS. And really what needs to happen is that Emmett Sullivan needs to be impeached off the court and probably hanged for violating his his um, his uh, oath, which is the penalty for violating your oath if you're a judge. Um, so, you know, I think if we find ourselves under common law, Emmett Smith may find himself or Emmett Sullivan may find himself. Emmett Smith is a running back. But um that was never going to happen he kept blocking it and i guess you know people are going to look at this and they're going to spin it and they're going to say well trump knows he's on his way out so he's pardoning him now how do you see it candid i would imagine candace i imagine you take it a little different well yeah it's um to me it's uh absolutely perfect timing and what had to be established before this occurred um, in a very real way, was that what judges we have on our side and which judges we do not. So this particular instance is a statement that Trump made is that we aren't listening to the judges anymore. You had your time and it's over. So that is like a shot off the bow to these judges that are even considering going against this process, which we have already outlined as being a federal offense. So in that way, the team is now absolutely put together. It is the day before a long holiday, which is like using their news cycle. Mm -hmm. You can imagine what they're saying on the mainstream media right now. Either they're avoiding it or they're basically making fun of it like that. Oh, you know, Flynn's not going to be able to do anything or 
as on the Twitter feed that was after the pronouncement by Donald Trump was that, uh, you know, that, oh, you know, uh, when Biden gets in, he'll just reverse everything, you know, which is just like asinine. I mean, these people are, they're all bots and shills and AI anyway, but uh, the few that came on were, you know, New York Times and all those failing news stations. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I look at this as, as the kind of the final well, there's actually one more that I think is going to click into place, and this is going to happen, in my estimation, by the end of the month, which is just <laughs> next week, as that Julian Assange is going to be brought back to this country. I think he already has. It's just a matter of uh, the extradition uh, process, which has been ongoing Um, And then we will have the dream team in charge of bringing down basically the entire Democrat Party and everything that Obama has done is going to be revealed. Uh, Flynn knows where all the bodies are buried. Uh, Assange knows about all the, um, you know, what he's worked on for years, WikiLeaks. And we have one more element that has come forward that I've been talking about and We'll continue to report on, and that is um, JFK Jr. and the potential that the entire uh, information stream that Alan Perot has created over 30 years, and he was there. He was right in the the uh, Arab Emirate um, area where all of this went down with uh, Osama bin Laden in uh, Iran and uh, where all the connections are made, where everything exists in terms of, you know, not only just paperwork that exists over there, but if you look at his film, it is absolutely amazing. All the, all the Republicans that were over there, um, you know, getting in tight with all of these sheiks and the way that the money was flowing, um, which obviously became extremely evident during the Obama administration, but had been ongoing for many years as to how they have actually financed all this Islamic terrorism. And that's going to blow people's minds. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really going to be big, Candace. And, you know, again, uh, everybody's talking about how if this really plays itself out, there's not going to be a Democratic Party left. There ain't going to be much left of the Republican Party either. I think 5%, 10 or 10% of the electorate are going to be the blue blood patrician class old GOP, and that's going to be it. I think yeah, I think they're going to be gone as well. A um, couple questions. Uh, Josh came came in and said, "Didn't Trump reauthorize firing squads for treason?" Yes, to some extent, that's true. The penalty for treason or for uh, disobeying your oath of impartiality as a judge under common law is hanging. It is not a firing squad, as I understand it. So that's that's what's being risked. And imagine either being so deluded and so um, so arrogant that you think that you can you can risk a hanging offense in a situation like this against the Patriot uh, named Michael Flynn. It must just show how overconfident they are, don't you think, Candace? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, deluded is more like what I like to say because um, they really don't have the numbers anymore to pay attention to anything. And... The way this fraud went down is uh, so obvious and so sloppy, you know, that basically they're really running into a lot of um, 
what is considered their um, their databases are all corrupted. Um, their money is gone. Um, they just don't have the high ground anymore. So Michael Flynn can now come back onto the team. I mean, as I heard, I, I you know I didn't want him to be pardoned. I want him to be exonerated. That will apparently probably have to wait. But now that he's been pardoned, he can serve in any capacity in the military again if he chooses to or for the U.S. government. So take a wild guess. What do you think would be the best role for Michael Flynn at this point as a witness or as a participant in in some way? Well, I believe he'll continue on uh, doing what he has actually done for quite a while, just sort of in the background. But that's being an advisor. Because, uh, you know, as a witness, you're, you have to be going into court and filing legal papers. We don't want to waste his time. We have legal people to take care of that. So, you know, his position on the team will be working directly with Rudy um, and also directly with Sydney. Uh, they're they're kind of got two paths, two rails of information going on here. One is, is going to be uh, specific about the fraud in the states. Uh, Sydney's is going to be representing the people of the United States in terms of the uh, indiscretions that uh, have been happening for quite a while, actually. Mm -hmm. So um, this is, this is going to start to open up next week. And uh, just like I said on my Facebook, hold on to your hats, folks, because it's going to be a bumpy ride. It's not going to be easy, but we do have everything now in place to, to take care of this and to be in a situation where there's, there's no doubt as to what has happened here. And forevermore, it will change the way that, that this country is operated in our very basis of our, our uh, legal system, which is that we are supposed to be uh, able to elect our our representatives and our our president and and all the way down to the local people. Yeah, and I, you know, again, I think another thing I think you have here that you brought up is Assange, Julian Assange, possibly getting over into this country and getting ready to testify and that kind of thing. Keep in mind, folks, that what Julian Assange exposed through WikiLeaks was the the thing that's been hidden is the murder of Seth Rich who basically was exposing through the emails that he gave to Kim.com and got to Julian Assange, what he was exposing, folks, is voter fraud. And that's what he was murdered for. He, saw the, he found out the voter fraud inside the Democratic Party against Bernie Sanders in favor of Hillary Clinton in 2016. So don't you think, that Candace, that, that Assange is only going to add on to this, that this kind of thing has been going on with the Democrats for a long, long time. Absolutely. And it is uh, what we call in the business endemic, which means that it is through and through and through every process that they have elected people since JFK's assassination, which is really kind of the, the linchpin here is that was the start of basically them eliminating a president so that they could get the vice president in who was as corrupt as the day is short right now. So that, that definitely plays into all of this. And of course, you know, it's going to take a while to unravel as, as I understand, but um, you know, the, the idea of Seth Rich being exonerated by 
you know, that's spot on in terms of another, you know, element of this that is really has to come forward. And, um, you know, that we need to prove all the murders that the Clintons have been <laughs> liable yeah. for in the past comes out as well, which I think is also uh, something that has been researched um you know, by many people, actually, and certainly goes back quite a ways now. You know, you think Vince Foster and you think of all the people that covered up um, the Whitewater incident. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's that's pretty stunning into itself. And, you know, who knows a lot about that is uh, Juan Osaban. Uh, Juan does know a lot about that. I've had long discussions with him about that and what happened to Vince Foster. And yeah, that is pretty interesting. So you would think that Chris Ruddy, since he kind of made his career out of investigating the strange death of Vincent Foster and Ron Brown and others, that he would want to have one on Newsmax, but that doesn't seem to be, to be happening very often. Um, okay. So uh, first of all, again, yeah. Happy birthday to JFK Jr. Slash VF uh, Vincent Busca. Happy birthday to you guys today. Not sure which one of you is which, but uh, happy birthday. It is a significant day, and I think that's another reason, like you said, why it might have happened. Uh, something I do want to bring in is that Christine, Christy Dames said that Simon Parks, one of the people I like to follow, said on his show, his update today, that Sidney Powell has found a mole who was deeply embedded in the Trump team, and do you know who this might be? I don't have a, a real guess but I was wondering if that rang a bell with you, Candace, or if you have any thoughts about it. Well, I do know in a, a very sort of boots on the ground way as to how corrupt the Department of Defense was. And, um, you know, what we have just done is, um, I'm not gonna be able to remember all the names, but then again, we've just uh, cleaned out some of the, uh, leadership in the Department of Defense. And that is, uh, we have a new person in there that is really going to uh, be able to then uh, fire all those that were, you know, suspect of having done what I came to know about um, back uh, two years ago, um, was uh, that in the States, they had set up a, a rat line, they call it, which, um, it's, it's, there's a lot of coincidences here, but a rat line is where you've got information that's being fed out basically to just set traps. And um, as these traps were set here in Montana, I uncovered three of them because of information that I wanted to get out as far as a, a situation that I had reported on that was about the um, child trafficking routes. Mm -hmm. um, now, if the DOD truly was doing what they said they were doing, that information was got, would have gone straight to the president's desk. But of course, it just disappears into the woodwork, just right. like. So um, I, I do think that's the mole connection because this has been brought up in the past. And of course, it just is, is like that the DOD was summarily just excused from any any part in this entire process, um, you know, they were put to the side and, and they shouldn't have been because um, actually those are the ones that determine a lot of the, um, 
the investigative uh, work, you know, that goes on and certainly about getting information to the DOJ and then to the FBI. And, you know, there's just a lot of things that are going on here that, that, um, you know, we've, we've had to deal with it by having them reveal themselves because, you know, this is all kind of not known to the average person as to how this all works. It's the same thing, you know, that we've talked about with the DOJ because, um, you know, the FBI is certainly should be able to get all this stuff into the hands of the DOJ and get the indictments served. And they certainly have been what I consider pretty successful, 209,000, you know, sealed indictments, um, you know, across the country. Um, and, and what are those indictments for? You know, these are the things that that I've been working on and hoping would be revealed. And as Juan said a long time ago, he thought two thirds of them were about voter fraud. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he kicked out this thing the other day about the tribal um you know, sealed indictments that would be coming forward and about the voter fraud that had happened on what we call the res. And that's where I worked as well, uh, finding out the uh, degree of um, uh, actual corruption that went on within the, the, you know, tribal council. I'm not talking about the rank and file, but um, this is what Barr came specifically to Montana to uh, amend, and he was able to do that. He was able to get the FBI in so that they could go on to the tribal grounds, and there has been a, a lot of arrest and a lot of um, further process that has gone on now in, this, in our state and certainly in all 11 states. And this was another thing that came out about Nevada was that um, in the uh, tribe tribes that are a part of the state of Nevada, they've also uncovered um, a, uh, a news uh, organization called The Federalist came out with a, about three weeks ago, and I've been following this. In fact, I've been th- sort of thinking about, you know, reporting to them and letting them, you know, do a story on what I know about this and, and um, you know, because all of it is uh, related and, you uh, just in terms of trying to explain it. So who's involved with that kind of process that comes down to a, a local team that is, uh, you know, brought in by the DOJ who do the investigative work, who work off of what's called 302s, or they also work off of what's called the tip line, which anybody can go online and, and file a tip if they see something that's, uh, you know, a federal offense that's what they want to know about and and any voter fraud by by the way folks is a federal offense and if you know anything in your area that has gone on that anybody that's been bragging about how they took um, ballots down to the you know and fed them into the machines or anybody that's seen anything i mean we they've already got thousands of witness testimonies but every state in the country was affected by this, and that is go, goes beyond the 29 that were affected by the uh, Dominion, you know, software. So, um, and this is something that, like, again, I'm trying to explain it out. It, it, it does have to do with this mail-in ballot fraud. Now, it comes down to the fact that there were so many sent out 
there was a, a thing I saw today that was a, a woman was saying that her dog voted. Yeah. That she actually registered her dog to vote. And yeah. I'm thinking well, to myself. They, they did it automatically somehow because she was a service dog. So therefore she had to have a social security number and then they sent her a ballot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, what kind of, I, I don't know. I'm just, there's so much of this, just everybody participate, you know, get proactive, talk around about it over the holidays and let's just, you know, let's reveal happens. this. Yeah. yeah. See what happens. Yeah. yeah I, I think personally I should have, I should have gone first before I like because it took me a while. I'm glad I can remember. My opinion is the mole is uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Miley. That's who I believe is the mole. Millie or Miley, however it's pronounced. I believe he is the mole, the untrustworthy one. Um, although I don't think that Trump would ever be dumb enough to have trusted the guy given some of the things he's pulled. We've got videos of him uh, from the Gunner's Wife, who, by the way, the Gunner's Wife YouTube channel, she has two great new videos out. You should, guys should go watch those to while her channel is still up. But back there in the State of the Union, she, she, she making eye contact with Mitt Romney and other nefarious characters. He's the, he's the guy I've never trusted. I suspect that he is the mole in the president's inner circle. So it wouldn't surprise me if he wasn't removed. I'm going to make this prediction. It would not surprise me if, if General Mark Miley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, was not removed. Uh, very soon. Uh, Riley, you said hang them high, and then Josh came back with what exactly is the firing squad about? Or are we a little about it? The penalty for treason um, is, is death by various means. I believe firing squad is the preferred method right now. For a judge who violates his oath or commits treason under common law, it's hanging. Well, I, can I just add one sure. thing, Mike? Is that um, According to resources that I've uh, gotten a hold of, is that they're given a choice, and this is this is because we do have that um, death by injection, and um, it is a little kinder, um, but it is only offered as a suggestion if somebody's um, going to cough up a bunch of um, revelatory facts. Um, so. I think there is a um, sitting down sort of meeting with the, the person and, and uh, you know, if you go back to obviously the, um, you know, the Bush uh, senior and the um, McStain, um, you know, yeah. death is that I, I believe that's what they had to do. And that's why we ended up getting information out of, um, Iran, and that was the work that was done because um, McCain was a part of that. So he, he being a Republican, it certainly doesn't draw a line between the Republicans and the Democrats. And oh, you're no. exactly right that um, you know this is this is just as important to you know to out these people. And and again, I just want to point out Alan Perot's film that he does, and it costs five bucks to rent it. It's really interesting has a lot of sort of clues in there. And uh, some of the people that were involved in all of that were a lot of them in, before the Obama administration were, were Republicans. And it was really interesting because uh, you, you remember Slade Gordon um, yeah. from Washington State? Yeah, yeah. He, he's on it. Yeah, 
He's yeah. there. And I worked with Slade Gordon on his two Senate campaigns. I did makeup for Skeletor, we used to call him, and tried to make him look a little healthier. Yeah. And uh, I, I actually went to his house. He lived out on Magnolia, um, you know, uh, and I, I talked to Roger Ailes. Do you ever do you remember oh, wow. Roger Ailes? You met Ailes. Wow. I did. I actually met him. And yeah. yeah, during one of the campaign stops and he was a great man. And he asked me, he said, well, what do you think about this? You know, how do you like what's going on? How can we promote you know, Slade Gordon better? How can we make him look better? Because people just don't have a good opinion of him. Cookies. Yeah. Tell him to eat some cookies and fill out a little bit. <laughs> I, I can't tell you. It, it's a little too personal, but I, I do have um, stories about quite a few of the uh, people uh, that ran for various offices. And Slade Gordon. That's the guy Washington. who brought baseball back to Seattle. Oh, actually, I got to give him credit for that. Uh, yeah, so the Mariners could be the worst team in baseball history for their entire uh, career. Glenn also asks, uh, didn't they stop certifying was the Wisconsin uh, vote? No, that was Pennsylvania. At the moment, it's suspended, although it may be recertified. But also, it doesn't matter. You can still, you can't really legally challenge a vote until it's certified. That's when you can challenge it. So that's going to be really important. Um, yeah, Sean, Sean Mixshop says, Happy Thanksgiving to you both and have a nice, peaceful day to you too, Sean. That's great. Eliza Ray is here again. Hey, Eliza, how are you doing? Um, that's a very, very sexy picture, by the way. That's a very fetching picture. Um, Okay, sleepiest apocalypse ever. <laughs> I'm trying to find some more questions. Yeah, Lyndon B. Johnson was so creepy, he makes Sleepy Joe seem like Mr. Rogers. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fascinating yeah. stories. If you want to read some stories about LBJ because Barry Goldwater hated him, go pick up Barry Goldwater's biography. He'll tell you some stories about, about LBJ. He was kind of a Joe Biden before there was a Joe Biden, if you catch my drift. A lot of people think Juan is a hero. That's good, David, David Fierce. Thank you. Uh, Christy Dames, where can we get Juan Osaban's book? Maybe you could tell us. Maybe you should sell it on your eBay, your Miramom eBay. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I might ask him if I could do a resale thing. That would be pretty special. But he's he's got to get that company to start sending out the books first. I haven't, I still haven't gotten mine. And um, you know, Gumroad is the company. And if you just go on. Um, you know, a search engine and just put in Gumroad, all one word, and uh, then put um, kid by the side of the road, and it will take you to a purchase page. Um, and you won't get the, the rock and good deal because that was uh, something that was uh, given out at the beginning with an ebook, and then you got upgraded to this, um, the printed book, which is. Uh, it's all in the mail now, according to Juan, and I, I would say that we should be getting it next week. But you can order it on that site, um, and you choose your package, and it'll all be um, a second edition. It won't be the special election edition, but it will be the, uh, the correct one that you'll end up getting probably before Christmas, what we better, hope. What a better day to order it than John F. Kennedy Jr.'s birthday, too. That's, That's exactly right. Yeah. Casey, as well. uh, Casey keeps sending me messages on Facebook. I, I haven't uh, I haven't really been able to get into some of them. 
Um, I, I don't think Hillary helped uh, Rudy helped cover up 9 11. I really don't. I don't think there was a lot of cover up on 9 11, at least not on the stuff about the, the towers. So, um, okay, let's go through. Uh, I believe Barr was working at the Ellis Law Firm prior to Trump's being Trump's attorney general. And that there is some rumors that that was the law firm that handled Jeffrey Epstein's case. That doesn't mean Barr handled Epstein's cases. So, um, Okay, Persian scribe. I'm hearing today in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania was powerful. It's true. I watched bits of it. And I'm feeling a little better about the righteous effort catching, this righteous effort catching fire. The Trump team needs to do this in the other swing state and build momentum. Well, it does and it doesn't, Candace, because if you prove fraud anywhere, you can throw the whole election out and do it over again, right? That is, uh, you know, part of the law that we talked about, um, what was it, uh, the other day. Yeah. And uh, it is a very important thing for people like Persian Scribe to understand that the best road to take here is the high road. Um, there's become a really profound split, and this is happening actually spiritually. And and I don't like to go into this in deep, you know, uh, context right now. But uh, basically, those of us that are on the side of um, the knowledge base that you and I, Mike, have been working on for many years, and um, you know, then those that are just going to stay asleep. Um, you know, the ideal that we're all trying to reach here is that we have um, the ability to come into our own consciousness and to bring other people with us. Um, it's it's really the thing the Q team has worked on for a long time, and uh, Juan Osaban himself is is quite. Uh, aware of it um, has to do with the frequency that's going on and how the deep state has used frequency to corrupt us through things like the television and the and the other uh, social media platforms and uh, that's all going to change here uh, in a very dramatic way and um, I think that again we've opened up today the uh, the dam and um, it's not going to be a little um, drip, drip, drip anymore. We're, we're going for it full stream and um, with a lot of uh, backing. So I think we're going to be looking at it a lot better. I'm glad that people are being reassured and that, um, you know, what we have said for a while, Mike, is that uh, we just uh, need to report the, the real news. Yeah, the real news. That's that's what we're here for. Okay, Bogus Hype wants to know, Ask Candace where all the grand juries are and why there haven't been any rumors about it. Don't you need grand juries to have grand to have these uh, sealed indictments, or do you, Candace? I'm not positive how that works with a sealed indictment. Well, this is uh, I think I've explained it before, but they've been going on all over the country uh, because they do occur in um, local courts, and it's a a grand jury is convened um, on a you know fairly regular basis to deal with all sorts of crimes from uh, petty crimes all the way up to federal crimes. And uh, with 209,000 of them outstanding, yes, we've been busy. Um, it used to be that we got about, oh, 25 to 30,000 a year. And that's probably 
countrywide. So when we started stepping up this whole process, which really started back in 2017, um, the grand juries were uh, formed from citizens that uh, were called in. They weren't people that had public office. They were just really people in good standing, they call it, mm -hmm. between 14 and 23 people that were brought together and they, over, they looked over um, evidence. So the attorneys would offer the evidence. There would be a presiding officer there and they would determine at that point in time, it took, you know, who knows, from a, you know, a couple hours to a week to process the information. And then they would, um, you know, they would, they would sign an, an affidavit that uh, would be legally binding uh, for an indictment. Now, indictments can either be open or they can be closed or they can be sealed. So um, a lot of these indictments have been sitting around for kind of a very long time but once they're sealed they're put into the uh, safe deposit box or the safe that uh, is at, right there at the county seat where the judge was that presided over the um, the grand jury so uh, you know everybody thinks this is some sort of secret process but it's not it happens all the time in fact I was called in uh, about six years ago to serve on a grand jury in Idaho because I was a citizen in good standing. And and uh, I didn't end up going because I, I had things that came up. But, um, you know, once you are identified, <laughs> and Juan said this to me when, you know, we first started working together, he says, you've been vetted. And I kept thinking to myself, how the hell did I get vetted? What's going on here? You know, yeah, I mean, exactly. it's like, what does yeah. that mean? You know, yeah. so it, it took me a while to figure out. I'm, I worked for the federal government. I've worked for UPS. I've worked for all sorts of, you know, governmental institutions. Um, but I didn't sort of even think about it until recently that, hey, they, They've called me on just not for jury duty because you have to be in good standing to serve on a jury, but to be mm -hmm. on a grand jury. So they they get enough people as a pool and then they sit and they they do this, um, you know, over over time, you know, to address the crimes that are are happening. And then once the um, uh, the prosecutors that brought the grand jury the information they think that it's time to actually open these uh sealed indictments what they have to do is they have to then go in front of the judge again and ask for a warrant to be issued for an arrest mm -hmm. now the arrest process is something that's that's kind of common okay if somebody doesn't show up for a court hearing or whatever then you know and they've got a whole bunch of warrants that are out there. Uh, you can go to any po post office and see a list of warrants that are out for people. So, But in this case, you've got some pretty high-end people, right, that have these sealed indictments on them. Yeah. Like, let's, you know, kind of go down that road. So, so once again, they've got their little arrest warrant in their hand. So now they can go out and arrest that person. But they have to go back to the judge with a arrest uh, procedural um, uh, document. So that document then again comes in front of the judge and they say, well, we're going to arrest Hillary Clinton and we're going to need six 
SWAT teams and 17 helicopters and, you know, enough uh, facilities for all these officers, right? Right. So then uh, the judge has to sign off on it. And then they've got their little signed warrant. And then they what they do is they assemble their teams. And then the team goes out and arrests the person. Then they come back in. Now, at that point in time, we don't even know what's on the sealed indictments. Nobody does. I can't find out. You can't find out. Bill Barr can't find out. So then they stand in front of the the judge that again had sat on that grand jury. So this is all about the judges. Okay, let's get this straight. That this is a very important process to our, you know, constitutional accuracy. And of course, what it is that we're doing is following the, the law. So at that point in time, that person standing in front, they plead, you know, guilty, not guilty, whatever. They've got their lawyers, we've got all lawyers, and everybody is standing there, and the judge says, okay, he unlocks the safe, takes out the, the, the document, and then he unseals it. So that's what they're talking about, is unsealing these sealed documents. So then at that point in time, he reads the charges off, and then, um, you know, the client comes forward and, uh, uh, you know, says, do you want a jury trial, or, you know, they go through their proceedings. So... Right. Um, that's kind of the way it works in every yeah. aspect. And so really and truly, this is um, very significant because Trump finally got to the point where he just said, I'm tired of this judge waiting around. Guess who can do this? The president of the United States. Yeah. So and him being pardoned instead of exonerated. I don't think that is a huge difference at this point. What he did is he publicly disgraced this Sullivan guy who mm -hmm. basically is going to probably go into retirement really quickly. And he may even have a warrant out for his arrest. He should be, he should be impeached and removed and tried um, as right. a conspirator. Um, okay, so Josh I says, I say Pope is the first arrest. How hard can you shock the world? I agree it would be shocking, Josh, but I have it on good authority that Nick Pope is not going to be the first arrest. Nick Pope is going to be okay. He's not going to be arrested. Oh, you mean the Pope Pope, not Nick Pope. Okay, from Ancient Aliens. All right, sorry about that. Um, well, the Pope is, is actually, and let's kind of take this over to the side because um, – the Pope is being publicly disgraced at this moment and added outed for his alignment with many of the characters that are going to be arrested here in the short, you know, future. Um, yeah. And I do understand that um, there's a lot of biblical stuff about this in terms of the, you know, what's coming forward. Again, I've, I've recommended people watch uh, Dr. Taylor Marshall um, because the the situation with the Catholic Church is because it is the last portion of this Trinity of control that um, that really and truly is going to rock the world. So I would kind of think that he's not really going to be arrested. He's probably just going to be assassinated and 
So I'd have to do some research about that, but that's not a bad thing to bring up right now. Yeah. Um, Sydney said on Lou Dobbs, he'll probably file Friday. Too much to put together. Yeah, it's going to have a busy Thanksgiving, I think. Um, let's see what else is going on here. Happy Thanksgiving from Larry Fletcher. Thanks, Larry. You rock, except for the whole Ohio thing. Um, do, 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 let's see. We've got anything else in here. Yeah, it's loud because Candace is in a restaurant. So anyway, um, what's going on there? Okay. Okay, this uh, wants to know what the Second Amendment is all about. Um, Second Amendment, of course, or once trying to, you know, Second Amendment is is the law under which Americans have a right to bear arms and protect themselves. Um, wouldn't some of the people on them figure out that what they worked on and leak the info? I think you're talking about the. Um, sealed indictments i'm not positive about that yet so um oh if he's talking about the sealed indictments there's no freaking way they are leaked so that's a zero i mean i uh, from what i understand this is not a process that anybody else other than those that actually sat in front of the judge and believe me this is this is a very important part of the legal process yeah yeah uh Zan three one woman nine wants to know when we can just have me one of these days. Well, I like doing a show with other people, Zan. So um I, I appreciate the compliment, but I think the show's better when we have more input from other people rather than just me talking all the time. Um how many votes are there in the electoral college in total? Five twenty-five, Candace? Five thirty-eight. 538, 538.com. 538, it takes 270 to win, 270 to win. And right now there was another question in there about where the Electoral College stands. It's in limbo because all these states are in dispute. Georgia's in dispute. Uh, Pennsylvania's in dispute. Wisconsin's in dispute. Michigan's in dispute. Nevada's in dispute. Arizona's in dispute. So nobody knows yet where it really sits. I'll have to go back and... Well, yeah, essentially none of them uh, really have if they've certified and they have fraudulent votes out there, they're cooked. Um, yeah. So basically we're, we're in a situation where um, there's a lot of folks that are very in bad, bad shape right now. So it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. Like I say, this is going to be state to state. I think also that we have um, a chance here to really prove that Dominion, the votes that came into Dominion at the end of the day on the third, um, showed that uh, Trump took 410 and that uh, Biden took 128. Yeah, it was uh, it was a massacre in the Electoral College. 250, 268 people watching and only 50 something likes. Let's get on. Let's smash that like button. Let's subscribe to the Peelback Report and Mike Barra official. Let's hit everybody. Let's go to eBay and hit Miramom. Let's go to Frequency of the Earth and subscribe. And let's hit the Venmo at uh, at that Mike Dash Barra and PayPal.me slash Mike Barra. So don't forget to do all that stuff. Appreciate it. The likes are very important. 274 now people in uh, in there uh, in, watching. Um, Stephanie liked my Nick Pope joke. I think that's pretty good. Kimberly likes Pope on the rope. Um 
Dustin Culp is a Republican governor that hasn't conceded in Washington state. Governor, gubernatorial, gubernatorial candidate. Yes, he hasn't conceded. Maybe he's smart. Maybe he's listened to Jennifer Falah Doring. And maybe he knows that Washington is going to be in play before this is all over. So I hope so. Uh, Mythical says... Mike, Candace, and company, you guys are all awesome. Thanks for staying on top of it. We do our best. We're here on Thanksgiving Eve. Um, Zan39 thinks I'm legit. You've always been able to entertain us, even if the truth isn't so exciting. You never blow smoke up our ass. I try not to. You come with the truth. Try, bro. Okay, Eliza Ray says, if you come over, maybe my mom will let you base for turkey. I think you mean base for turkey, Eliza. And Eliza's mom is a big fan of the show. That's why she's lurking around to keep track of her mom. Um, wouldn't it no, be great? I, I have I have a thank you to give if if that's okay. okay. Sure. Um, uh, Fernando Martinez, who is um, a, a really good um, researcher, has now become my friend on Facebook, and he started a group which. Um, is we're going to be working on this um, Alan Perot thing. So I think oh, we've got the best of the best aligned here, and we're going to have some more information on that really quickly. Mm -hmm. Kimberly Rack wants to know, wouldn't it be great if the second richest published person in the world would fully fund the fraud legal teams to protect space interests, a.k.a. Elon? Yeah, it would be great to see a whole bunch of these guys go to jail, like Zuckerberg and Jack and all of them. Uh, this is my Facebook friend, Rachel, from Facebook, mentioned the other day in a live message. Add me back because I was memory hold. Okay, I'll look for that, uh, Truth Matters, or Rachel. Go ahead and re resubmit a friend request. Uh, Alina Zayas is here. How you doing, Alina? How are you? Bonnie Tennis, I enjoy your team working with now, not so much before. Okay, we're not going to really comment on that. Um, Nick Pope is a patriot. He's also a goalkeeper for... English Premier League team. Uh, bogus hype. I was referring to the grand jury. There's 24 people per sealed indictment. That's got to be hundreds of thousands of regular people who sat through arguments about massive crimes. That's not exactly true because the grand jury can see and and put out indictments on a lot more than just one person. That's right. Um, according to Juan, he, you can do uh, 99 people per indictment and that they can be, if they're unsealed, Oh, can be my favorite <laughs> terminology came forward. That was the uh, the Lindsey Graham uh, Brett Kavanaugh hearing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that oh, I, that reminds me. I also wanted to say that uh, Sydney um, is also a can sit on uh, the uh, treason trial. She's a military judge, so yeah, she yeah. Can that apparently that. is correct. That was disputable, but apparently is correct. Two hundred seventy-five people watching. Uh, Expedition Expedil. Expedilosius, Expedilosius, I don't know. Loves Candace. Where does she get all of her inf info from? She doesn't forget anything. That's how, that's how she I, I do. Thank you, Mike, for that. Because I, I have what's called a photographic memory. I've had it my whole life. And I literally can remember things um, if I just look at them. And they come up like a picture in my mind. So, you know, when I do my research or I'm say on, uh, you know, look out for something I, I have, and I happen to be in the right place at the right time. This is kind of a gift that I, I have to say is uh, part of the reason that I have come to this point is, and it's been required of me by my mission from God, so to say, is to come forward with this because it, um, 
I was just, uh, you know, I'm boots on the ground. I, I just work really hard at this and it happens to me every day. And I just am spatially aware, I guess. And I'm also trained to work in security and in martial arts. So yeah, uh, I appreciate. You know, Candace, I don't think I have a photographic memory, but I have a very good memory. And that's all intelligence really is, is memory. You remember things. One of the skills though that I have, I think, is that I will, I will see something. I will see a factoid. Something about NASA, maybe, uh, you know, a certain pressurization setting on a on a mission that they did 40 years ago. And I, I, my instincts will tell me this is important. I don't know why it's important, but I'm going to put it away. And I put it away. And then two, three, four years later, it comes back into play with something and I make the connection. So that's that's one way of expressing intelligence. I've, I've known guys. Uh, I knew a guy at, at Boeing named Mike. Oh uh, God, forget Mike's last name, but um, he was—he had a photographic memory, and he would be—we'd be talking about some problem, and he'd go, "Oh yeah, well we fixed that with ADCN two three four seven four one dash nineteen. The uh, you know the end of this clip was point uh, point oh eight too too long, so we had to shave it off, and we'd go back and pull it up, and sure shit, there it would be. And that's but that's different than functional intelligence, which is the ability to make connections. Um, in other ways and, and put, put big pictures together, which is what I think Candace does and what I think I do, which is why we work so well together because we see all, how all these little things fit together into this bigger mosaic. Um, D-Law, I think you're Eliza's mom, aren't you? I, I'm kind of, that's why I don't hit on her in front of you while you're here. So, okay. Um, Josh, Mike, I know Hillary killed Vince Foster, but was any of it ritual or was it pure silencing? I feel like there was more to it. Um, actually, Josh, my impression of of the Vincent Foster thing is that um, he killed himself. He offed himself in the White House parking garage, is what I believe happened. Shot himself in the head in the car. That's how he got the carpet fibers on his back. And uh, they took him to Fort Marcy Park and tried to pretend he did it there so there wouldn't be a big scandal around the White House. That's what I think happened. Candace, do you have any thoughts about Vince Foster? Or Yeah, I, I, I want to. this is a great place to bring it up. Yeah, I... Well, yeah, because um, and this fits into uh, what is known about Hillary. She is a um, she's a high level witch. Okay, she has a coven, and uh, with all of the people around her, they've always said that she stinks to high hell. Okay, Uh, this is part of the the situation that um, came to the forefront in twenty sixteen, and of course. Her dying from Kuru, which will come out, is uh, absolutely from uh, the process of eating human flesh. So uh, once you know that much, uh, then you can also apply this to every one of the murders. And the fact that Bill and Hill spent their honeymoon in Haiti, um, you look at it like that there was voodoo involved. Yeah. Yeah. And there was um, there was witchcraft, yeah. witchcraft yeah. and ceremony, you know. So uh, Vince Foster literally could have been um, uh, put under mind control. In other words, if he was in a situation where he just knew too much and was having a shaky thought, and believe me, I understand how that works because there are people that have aimed that kind of thing at me and I'll have this thought and it's like, whoa, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Um, and without protection, without understanding, you can end up in very bad situations that you can be led to uh, in terms of killing yourself. I mean, that's one of them. But it also can be a situation where you can be 
uh, you know, sort of affected by things so profoundly that it messes up your brain process, which, you know, folks need to understand that Satanism is quite, quite capable of uh, making a, a mess out of your life. And, um, you know, those folks have stood in the middle and said, well, I'm not really into God, but, you know, what's looking and what's that look like over there? You're you know, you got it longer, are you? <laughs> you're not you're not going to be able to go that way too much longer. It's going to be right in your face. So exactly. There we have it. OK, Candace. So Stephanie Jackson would like to know what Stephanie Lynn Jackson, I believe. What is your Twitter handle? Um, it's at Miramum and uh, it says Candace White Light. So you can look at either of those. And uh, I've picked up quite a few uh, friends lately from your show, Mike. I really kind of appreciate that with uh, following me on Twitter. And I, I've lurked in the background for an awful long time. So I'm sort of coming forward with stuff now, which um, I've been okay to do. So it's, uh, yeah, come, come and look for me. I also... I uh, have another one called Frequency of the Earth that is my secondary channel. And um, if you find me there, then because uh, I have a very low numbers <laughs> on both of them. So you're very welcome to come on in. Thank you. I've been, uh, been running through on Frequency of the Earth. Um, okay, let's see what else we have here. Thank you, Mike, Candace, and all in the chat. Happy Thanksgiving from Glenn, my old high school buddy. It's great to have you back, pal. Yes, you are Eliza's mom. Okay, so I'm going to be nice to Eliza on this show. Um, Candace, do you have a YouTube channel? No. Um, I really don't have one that's active right now, although at any moment I'll be okay to start doing this as a a bigger presence i'm still kind of waiting for the okay i just i have to be because of my status in terms of a you know the team i work with i've i've really had to minimize my um footprint if you will on uh, social media in general and uh it's uh you know i i just don't like to spend a lot of time on it anyway but um i'll, I'll let you know when that happens okay uh, Kathleen Perez says we're the two of us are awesome, and she's still trying to figure out what her mission in life is. Well, that's the key, that's the most important thing is to figure out what you're supposed to do. And I, I think for me, it's just whatever feels like. Oh, that's what I want to do. That's what you should be doing. Uh, no, says well, uh, do you mind if I just explain that briefly? I mean, I've, it shouldn't take too long, but um, your mission in life is very much uh, incorporated with your connection with God and. Um, Juan Osavin calls this saving knowledge. And, um, you know, this is something I'm, I'm putting up regularly on both my Facebook page and uh, Frequency of the Earth, the group. Um, and it, it is basically uh, your ability through what we call flow state, which is a lower alpha brainwave state where you go into that no mind state, which is, is really where you drop all your thoughts, you clear your head, and you, you start to really understand how you can connect direct to God. See, this is the thing that is so important with all of us is to understand that process first, and then what we can do and add on to it as we go is we can start to discover um, telepathy. And this is something that um, I've been into for many years, but I was fortunate that I found somebody that I could actually 
be telepathic with. And um, it's really amazing how it works. But you do have to take it as a process. First up, you know, clearing your mind, getting yourself to a space where you understand what resonance is or frequency. And that's what I'm trying to help people out with frequency there. That's why it's real important. And some things came up lately that I'm going to be doing a, a new I call it the Schumann University master classes, which really are the advanced portion of the program where I've really instructed folks to to get kind of into this so they understand it. Because God is not a um, is something that needs to be fed through from somebody else. It's something you can contact with direct. This is something Juan Osaban has said for a very long time. And I really, I think it's so kind of special that he um, he brought me out in terms of somebody um, that he had um, prayed with is the way he put it and that I had a deep spiritual understanding but that I was just a baby Christian and that that was very important to me to understand the difference between just being a spiritualist and being connected with Jesus Christ and with God and um, I can't tell you in any more concise way as to how how much that was for myself, a, a real uh, coming to understanding. Okay, what is the abundance frequency, Timothy Hanlon wants to know? Is it 528 hertz? Is that someplace we're trying to get to? Um, that's a very good uh, portion of the program, Timothy. That's called a suffragio tone and there's actually quite a few of them they all if you add them all up are going to reduce to uh three six or nine and actually again i've talked about that many many times um there's a lot of different tones and they are all something you can find on youtube uh there's quite a few people that have uh got various programs some of them are binaural beats others are pure tones some are chanting and they all really do actually help people out there's healing tones there's um you know tones that address your brain uh there's tones that uh, address your solar plexus you know um lots and lots of information out there so yeah please pursue that as far as abundance you know um that's kind of something that that if you connect with God and he gives you your mission, you're already, you're going to find that you get abundance. It's, it's just an amazing process. And it, it takes kind of getting a little bit sort of close to the edge before you actually accept all of that into it. And I, you know, I myself have experienced poverty. Let me tell you, it's just a matter of abundance in terms of what really true among abundance abundance is which is that grace from god so uh take that i don't care about your abundance i want a porsche okay um no says the twin towers fell faster than most modern sports cars in the quarter mile no they didn't okay it, they they fell like big slow build big buildings are gonna collapse under tremendous weight and structural failure so come on guys really i don't really michael campbell happy thanksgiving candace mike and all the real family the real news family thank you uh thank you for being here okay we're gonna close it out here a little bit um Ru Ruben Darren Muth 
Sorry, I can't pronounce your name, buddy. Uh, hi, Mike. It's free energy device under mass production. No, it is not under mass production yet, but I think this is one of the things that's going to be happening. Uh, Jeff Calvin wants to know, what are Candace's thoughts on Antonin Scalia's death? <laughs> uh, one word. Murder. Yep. Yep. And they, you know what they wanted to do with that? They wanted it to be the case where Obama could get another liberal judge on the court. And, you know, thank God. Um, well, he already that, had John uh, Robert, so, you know. They, yeah, and uh, they stood up to him and they, Garfield was, wasn't he the one they wanted in? And they said, no way are we going to put somebody in right before an election. Right. They prevailed. Um, and I really might. Uh, Mitch McConnell was really headed that up. I mean, I really have a lot of appreciation for him. He's kind of silent and in the background, you know, but he's come forward those critical moments and uh, led the Senate, you know, have to give credit. Um, I don't know. I don't know who this is. What does Russell J. Gould have to do with Nassara and Trump? Does that ring a bell with you? It's from Alice Rivers, Candace. Does that ring a bell? You know, that's one of the things that I, I kind of rely on other people for the factoids around that. Um, I think Nassar and Gassara are both pretty much not going to be active. Um, I believe that Trump is coming up with a new system that is going to actually make more sense to us in the future. And the major one is that we're not going to get a whole bunch of cash in our accounts. Just, you know, know that there'll be a lot of money out there to which to use for what your passion is, what mm -hmm. you want to do, what you're willing to put out as far as effort. And I, I have advised a lot of people on this, as has uh, those that are, you know, close to the, to the, um, you know, the source, um, that we, we really will have a, a world of exactly what we have that is um, a part of what in the spiritual business we call intention and manifestation and um, you know so learning those processes is very similar to what i just explained about saving knowledge and and flow state it's yeah it's a state of mind so um get into it uh understand that you will become the uh, purveyor of your own future yep uh, Melissa Bridendolph, is the Pennsylvania thing that's going on a good thing? Yes, it is a good thing. And it is progressing. It is progressing along. So basically, we'll be applying for grants to follow our pathways to receive Nassara funds. funds. Probably something like that. Yeah, probably something like that. Um, Megan on Prime, I'm watching a little behind, but can't. They uh, can't arrest the Pope. Pope is the head of state. It'd be like arresting Putin or something. Hold my beer on that one. Uh, and Alina would like to know, what about out-of-body experiences, OBEs? Are those good? Are those bad? Or does it depend on who you're connecting with? What? Well, um, that's a big subject. Let me just tell you that right now it's not advised. And that's because um, as soon as you get out of body, and believe me, I've, I've got a lot of experience with this, um, is that you end up in a sort of soup of a lot of what we have called astral entities that want to attach themselves to you. So if you're not tremendously skilled, and believe me, I'm skilled, but I'm not going to do it right now. 
Right. Um, you know, it's just not advised. And I, I think you should do research on it. Robert Monroe and the Monroe Institute, which still exists, by the way, um, actually has a lot of information about that. Um, he has some books out. Um, you know, it's, it's a worthy research topic because it what it does is really puts you in touch with that process that I just explained. And that's where you empty your mind, you go into a restful theta brainwave state, and then you actually go into a second state, which is where your energetic process ends up uh, resonating throughout your body. And that becomes your portal in terms of being able to leave. And you, you have to understand the whole process of the silver cord, which, uh, again, is something that is um, talked about, um, and Juan's actually started talking about it. So he's got several programs, and I'll link up to those. So, um, you know, this is this is ongoing as far as an, an understanding. So I hope you kind of get my drift there. The thing is, guys, with OBEs is that when you're in the dream state, you're divinely protected. Okay, by your angels. That's where you're supposed to have your out of body experiences. If you force those when you're awake in, in a waking state, you do not have that divine protection necessarily. And you got to be very careful with that. You have to be very careful with that stuff. So. Okay. Exactly. Um, I think that that is going to um, do it for tonight's. It's going to be a quickie update. It's more than an hour because Candace. Has so much information. Don't forget to like this video, subscribe to both channels, Peel Back Report, Mike Barrett Official. Uh, ring the little bell so you get alerts when we go live like this. Visit people like Ungoverned Tees, Bridget Valente, who has been contributing to the show, got us these great shirts like this one at Ungoverned Tees. Go there. Go to uh, Miramom eBay. That's uh, Candace's site. Nothing on there right now. Don't forget to subscribe or Follow Frequency of the Earth on Facebook. Don't forget the PayPal, Mike Barra, uh, paypal.me slash Mike Barra or Venmo at Mike Barra. Thanks for all that stuff. Um, guys, Candace, any final thoughts before we uh, go on and enjoy our Thanksgiving week? Well, I, I, you know, one more thing that comes to mind, and I, I certainly appreciate that we all need money and abundance, uh, but let me tell you one of my principles here is that I'm doing this for service. Um, I've done a lot in my lifetime. I've earned a good money. It always seems to have come easily, but um, you know, if you find that you have to go up, you know, in terms of your resonance, one of the things that will guide you is doing things because they need to be done, not because they earn money. So that's my final words for today. And I want to thank everybody that has listened to this. And Mike and I are going to continue on this as a path. The only reason I was on today is because of all this great news. But um, I hope that you understand that I'm only going to probably be doing two days a week from now on. So yeah, yeah, much love. Um, yeah. Uh, Ashley wants to know if I'm doing a Friday show. I, Katie and I are planning to do a Friday morning update. And SNL, I don't know about guys, um, unless there's breaking news. I have a feeling there might be some breaking news. I don't know about SNL yet. Let me wait and see how it is. I, I need a break. It's been exhausting. 
And uh, Thanksgiving is going to be a great break, but, you know, um, we shall see. So keep uh, stay tuned on that one. I'll probably decide on on Friday whether we're going to do a Saturday, Saturday night live show or not. So uh, 239 people, again, especially going and like these videos. That really helps us subscribe, do all the other stuff we talked about. Candace, thank you very much. My wonderful friend from Montana, thank you for joining us tonight and bringing information about General Flynn and the future and where things are headed. And thank all of you guys out there in, um, in Video Land for watching yeah. and supporting it. And don't forget, that, you know, again, to, um, to help out your fellow man. Have a great Thanksgiving. Be thankful for what you have. But don't don't let them get away with not giving you more. <laughs> There's always more out there. There's lots and lots in the world. So have a great Thanksgiving. Watch football. Take some time off tomorrow. And know that things are finally starting to head in the right direction. So for Candace Whitelight in Montana, I'm Mike Barra in the Seattle, Washington area. I'd like to thank you guys very much for joining us tonight on Tell the Truth Wednesday. And we will see you Friday morning with me on Real News Live. Thanks. Good night.